Today is the 18th day of December. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian. It's great to be here with you. As we continue forward, a week from today is Christmas Day. Two weeks from today is the 1st of January when we will start on a brand new journey. So we have 14 more steps to go, right? Before we reach the conclusion of our journey for this year. And our journey has led us to another one of the minor prophets as we reached the conclusion of the Old Testament. Today, we will read in its entirety the eighth of the minor prophets, known as Habakkuk. And we know just about nothing about Habakkuk and his life. Maybe less than any other biblical writer, we have fewer clues. There is a Hebrew tradition that speaks of Habakkuk as being the son of the Shunammite woman who was resurrected through Elisha. We read about that in 2 Kings. There's another tradition that's in the Apocrypha uh, that depicts Habakkuk ministering to David while he's in the lion's den. These are traditions, and that last one, especially scholars find to be maybe legendary. But many verses in Habakkuk are very well known. Maybe the most the most well-known is but the righteous will live by their faithfulness to God and that's often repeated in the writings of the Apostle Paul and in the book of Hebrews it's a it's like a core doctrine of the Christian faith righteous will live by faith maybe some clues that we have about Habakkuk is in the poetic or lyrical writing especially there's the book closes with a hymn And some have imagined Habakkuk may have been a temple musician. But what may make this poignant for us is that it's unique. It's a conversation between the prophet and God that moves from his doubt. And we share these things and moves toward worship. He's just saying out loud what he's seeing. And he wants to understand why God would allow pretty much every evil that there could be imagined in the mind of mankind almost like he wasn't paying attention and God responds that he's paying attention he's going to use Babylon to punish his people for their sins which left Habakkuk confused and then God tells Habakkuk that even though this is going to happen the Babylonians would be a punishment to his people that they would also be punished It would be completely destroyed in the end. And that reveals God is not indifferent. God is not unaware. He is true and just, which led Habakkuk to a psalm of worship. And so we begin and read completely the book of Habakkuk. This is the oracle that the prophet Habakkuk saw. How long, Lord, must I cry for help? But you do not listen. I call out to you, violence, but you do not deliver. Why do you force me to witness injustice? Why do you put up with wrongdoing? Destruction and violence confront me. Conflict is present and one must endure strife. For this reason, the law lacks power and justice is never carried out. Indeed, the wicked intimidate the innocent. For this reason, justice is perverted. 
Look at the nations and pay attention. You will be shocked and amazed for I will do something in your lifetime that you will not believe even though you are forewarned. Look, I am about to empower the Babylonians, that ruthless and greedy nation. They sweep across the surface of the earth, seizing dwelling places that do not belong to them. They are frightening and terrifying. They decide for themselves what is right. Their horses are faster than leopards and more alert than wolves in the desert. Their horses gallop. Their horses come a great distance. Like vultures, they swoop down quickly to devour their prey. All of them intend to do violence. Every face is determined. They take prisoners as easily as one scoops up sand. They mock kings and laugh at rulers. They laugh at every fortified city. They build siege ramps and capture them. They sweep by like the wind and pass on. But the one who considers himself a god will be held guilty. Lord, you have been active from ancient times, my sovereign God. You are immortal. Lord, you have made them your instrument of judgment. Protector, you have appointed them as your instrument of punishment. You are too just to tolerate evil. You are unable to condone wrongdoing. So why do you put up with such treacherous people? Why do you say nothing when the wicked devour those more righteous than they are? You made people like fish in the sea, like animals in the sea that have no ruler. The Babylonian tyrant pulls them all up with a fish hook. He hauls them in with his throw net. When he catches them in his dragnet, he is very happy. Because of his success, he offers sacrifices to his throw net and burns incense to his dragnet. For because of them, he has plenty of food and more than enough to eat. Will he then continue to fill and empty his throw net? Will he always destroy nations and spare none? I will stand at my watch post. I will remain stationed on the city wall. I will keep watching so I can see what he says to me and can know how I should answer when he counters my argument. The Lord responded, Write down this message. Record it legibly on tablets so that the one who announces it may read it easily. For the message is a witness to what is decreed. It gives reliable testimony about how matters will turn out. Even if the message is not fulfilled right away, wait patiently, for it will certainly come to pass. It will not arrive late. Look, the one whose desires are not upright will faint from exhaustion, but the person of integrity will live because of his faithfulness. Indeed, wine will betray the proud, restless man. His appetite is as big as Sheol's. Like death, he is never satisfied. He gathers all the nations. He seizes all peoples. But all these nations will someday taunt him and ridicule him with proverbial sayings. Woe to the one who accumulates what does not belong to him. How long will this go on? He who gets rich by extortion. Your creditors will suddenly attack. Those who terrify you will spring into action and they will rob you. Because you robbed many countries, all who are left among the nations will rob you. You have shed human blood and committed violent acts against lands, cities, and those who live in them. 
The one who builds his house by unjust gain is as good as dead. He does this so he can build his nest way up high and escape the clutches of disaster. Your schemes will bring shame to your house. Because you destroyed many nations, you will self-destruct. For the stones in the walls will cry out, and the wooden rafters will answer back. Woe to the one who builds a city by bloodshed. He who starts a town by unjust deeds. Be sure of this. The Lord of Heaven's armies has decreed the nation's efforts will go up in smoke. Their exhausting work will be for nothing. For recognition of the Lord's sovereign majesty will fill the earth just as the waters fill up the sea. Woe to you who force your neighbor to drink wine, you who make others intoxicated by forcing them to drink from the bowl of your furious anger so you can look at their naked bodies. But you will become drunk with shame, not majesty. Now it is your turn to drink and expose your uncircumcised foreskin. The cup of wine in the Lord's right hand is coming to you, and disgrace will replace your majestic glory, for you will pay in full for your violent acts against Lebanon. Terrifying judgment will come upon you because of the way you destroyed the wild animals living there. You have shed human blood and committed violent acts against lands, cities, and those who live in them. What good is an idol? Why would a craftsman make it? What good is a metal image that gives misleading oracles? Why would its creator place his trust in it and make such mute, worthless things? Woe to the one who says to wood, Wake up! He who says to speechless stone, Awake! Can it give reliable guidance? It is overlaid with gold and silver. It has no life's breath inside it. But the Lord is in his majestic palace. The whole earth is speechless in his presence. This is a prayer of Habakkuk the prophet. Lord, I have heard the report of what you did. I am awed, Lord, by what you accomplished. In our time, repeat those deeds. In our time, reveal them again. But when you cause turmoil, remember to show us mercy. God comes from Timan, the Holy One from Mount Paran, Selah. His splendor has covered the skies. The earth is full of His glory. His brightness will be as lightning, a two-pronged lightning bolt flashing from His hand. This is the outward display of His power. Plague will go before Him. Pestilence will march right behind Him. He took His battle position and shook the earth. With a mere look, He frightened the nations. The ancient mountains disintegrated. The primeval hills were flattened. His are ancient roads. I saw the tents of Kushan overwhelmed by trouble. The tent curtains of the land of Midian were shaking. Was the Lord mad at the rivers? Were you angry with the rivers? Were you enraged at the sea, such that you would climb into your horse-drawn chariots, your victorious chariots? Your bow is ready for action. You commission your arrows, Selah. You cause flash floods on the earth's surface. When the mountains see you, they shake. The torrential downpour sweeps through. The great deep shouts out. It lifts its hands high. 
The sun and moon stand still in their courses. The flash of your arrows drives them away. The bright light of your lightning, quick spear. You furiously stomp on the earth. You angrily trample down the nations. You march out to deliver your people, to deliver your special servant. You strike the leader of the wicked nation, laying him open from the lower body to the neck, Selah. You pierce the heads of his warriors with a spear. They storm forward to scatter us. They shout with joy as if they were plundering the poor with no opposition. But you trample on the sea with your horses, on the surging, raging waters. I listened, and my stomach churned. The sound made my lips quiver. My frame went limp as if my bones were decaying, and I shook as I tried to walk. I long for the day of distress to come upon the people who attack us. When the fig tree does not bud, and there are no grapes on the vines, when the olive trees do not produce, and the fields yield no crops, when the sheep disappear from the pen, and there are no cattle in the stalls, I will rejoice because of the Lord. I will be happy because of the God who delivers me. The Sovereign Lord is my source of strength. He gives me the agility of a deer. He enables me to negotiate the rugged terrain. This prayer is for the song leader. It is to be accompanied by stringed instruments. Revelation 9 Then the fifth angel blew his trumpet, and I saw a star that had fallen from the sky to the earth, and he was given the key to the shaft of the abyss. He opened the shaft of the abyss, and smoke rose out of it, like smoke from a giant furnace. The sun and the air were darkened with smoke from the shaft. Then out of the smoke came locusts onto the earth, and they were given power like that of the scorpions of the earth. They were told not to damage the grass of the earth or any green plant or tree, but only those people who did not have the seal of God on their forehead. The locusts were not given permission to kill them, but only to torture them for five months, and their torture was like that of a scorpion when it stings a person. In those days, people will seek death, but will not be able to find it. They will long to die, but death will flee from them. Now the locusts looked like horses equipped for battle. On their heads were something like crowns similar to gold, and their faces looked like men's faces. They had hair like women's hair, and their teeth were like lion's teeth. They had breastplates like iron breastplates, and the sound of their wings was like the noise of many horse-drawn chariots charging into battle. They have tails and stingers like scorpions, and their ability to injure people for five months is in their tails. They have as king over them the angel of the abyss, whose name in Hebrew is Abaddon, and in Greek, Apollyon. The first woe has passed, but two woes are still coming after these things. Then the sixth angel blew his trumpet, and I heard a single voice coming from the horns on the golden altar that is before God, saying to the sixth angel, the one holding the trumpet, Set free the four angels who are bound at the great river Euphrates. Then the four angels who had been prepared for this hour, day, month, and year were set free to kill a third of humanity. 
The number of soldiers on horseback was 200 million. I heard their number. Now this is what the horses and their riders looked like in my vision. The riders had breastplates that were fiery red, dark blue and sulfurous, yellow in color. The heads of the horses looked like lion's heads, and fire, smoke, and sulfur came out of their mouths. A third of humanity was killed by these three plagues, that is, by the fire, the smoke, and the sulfur that came out of their mouths. For the power of the horses resides in their mouths and in their tails, because their tails are like snakes, having heads that inflict injuries. The rest of humanity who had not been killed by these plagues did not repent of the works of their hands, so that they did not stop worshipping demons and idols made of gold, silver, bronze, stone, and wood, idols that cannot see or hear or walk about. Furthermore, they did not repent of their murders, of their magic spells, of their sexual immorality, or of their stealing. Psalm 137 By the rivers of Babylon we sit down and weep when we remember Zion. On the poplars in her midst we hang our harps, for there our captors ask us to compose songs. Those who mock us demand that we be happy, saying, Sing for us a song about Zion. How can we sing a song to the Lord in a foreign land? If I forget you, O Jerusalem, may my right hand be crippled. May my tongue stick to the roof of my mouth if I do not remember you and do not give Jerusalem priority over whatever gives me the most joy. Remember, O Lord, what the Edomites did on the day Jerusalem fell. They said, tear it down, tear it down right to its very foundation. O daughter Babylon, soon to be devastated, how blessed will be the one who repays you for what you dished out to us. How blessed will be the one who grabs your babies and smashes them on a rock. Proverbs 30, 10 Do not slander a servant to his master, lest he curse you and you are found guilty. Father, we thank you for your word. We appreciate the swiftness that we are moving now as we are moving through these minor prophets in the book of Habakkuk today. You are sovereign over all the earth. There is no power but you. There is no hope outside of you. And we are your children. We put our hope in you, our trust in you, our loyalty and faithfulness to you. We give our hearts to you. We love you. We give our hearts in worship to you. We adore you. Come Holy Spirit, as we continue this journey, lead us to what we need to hear. Show us what we need to see for the journey ahead as you illuminate our path through the power of your word. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com That's home base. It's the website. It's where you find out what's going on. It's Christmas. That's what's going on. Like, right? It's a week from today, so we're in the final countdown. 
For Christmas this year, we brought out the annual Christmas ornaments with the word expand on it. And we brought out the music from the Daily Audio Bible and pressed them onto vinyl packages. Beautiful commemorative editions. And uh, you can find those at dailyaudiobible.com or using the app. Just navigate to the shop and look in the Christmas section and you can find them there. Everyone who orders one or more of these will send you the ornaments uh, that you're sewing into what comes next around here in the new year. And so thank you for your partnership. And if you just want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible in the uh, final days of this year, then thank you humbly, profoundly, and with all gratitude. There is a link on the homepage at dailyaudiobible.com. If you're using the app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. Or the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the hotline button in the app. That's the little red button up at the top. Or you can dial 877-942-4253. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Hi, this is Tammy calling from the Central Coast of California. I'm on my way to work and I am crying tears of joy for Eyes of the Dove. I'm just uh, was so excited to hear about your field trip with Jesus and just the good results of your healing. And um, because of that, I am calling to ask for your healing for myself. I have um, some ribs that have been out for a little over a week now. I've been to the chiropractor, but it's a little bit painful and I'm a massage therapist. So I'm headed back to work today, like I said, and I'm just hoping to be able to minister to the people that come in and see me today that I could just do God's work, being Jesus's hands and feet and loving on his people. So if you could just join me in praying for uh, healing, I would greatly appreciate it. Blind Tony, I'm praying for you and your family and your loss and that the God would just be with you and look after you in this time of distress and that, um, that he will show himself faithful because he is. I love you, community, and there are so many people that I have written down that I'm praying for know you are in my thoughts and in my prayers daily. God bless you. Good morning, Dab family. I just want to pray for Delta Alpha, Foxtrot, and Blind Tony um, with regard to their um, prayer requests. Dear Lord, I lift up my brothers, Delta Alpha, Foxtrot, uh, upon the loss of his dad, I pray, Father, that you would keep them in the hollow of your hands, that you would comfort those who are mourning, oh God. I thank you that they were able to surround their dad and to sing your praises as he uh, went on home. I pray, Father, that you would provide for every need that they have during this time and that you would just hold them close to your heart and comfort them. 
in this time. In Jesus' name, I lift up Blind Tony and his family. Lord, I pray, Father, and thank you that they weren't harmed in the fire. I thank you that you were um, able to, uh, they were able to keep the uh, flames at bay until the fire Fighters came, but I just pray, Father, that you would restore to them everything that was lost. I thank you for saving their lives. And I pray, Father God, that you would just, again, provide everything that they would need, keep them safe as they uh, rebuild or find new housing. I just, again, thank you for who they are and their love for you and their encouragement uh, to this community. Um, be with them now in this time of need and bless our, our family, our dad family. I thank you so much for this um, family of, of believers that gather around the campfire each and every day and for and for Brian who is able to feed us the word from on high. I pray your blessing on all of us in Jesus name. Amen. Hi, this message is for Greg, Greg in Illinois, uh, listening to Daily Audio Bible the other day and um, I like listening to the prayer requests, and I, I heard you, and uh, your call touched my heart uh, because I can relate to, to what you're going through, Greg. Uh, the hardships of a hard marriage, uh, the anger in your heart, um, the, the feeling of just two strangers being in the same room, it's, um, it's a lonely, it's a hard, heavy feeling, Greg. But um, I do want to say that uh, love conquers all, and uh, I was in your boat as well. Um, struggling and, and with anger and about to lose a, a marriage and I knew I was ruining it. It was it was it was something that I was harboring that I needed to let go and it wasn't until I surrendered to Christ and to love that um that I, I, I totally changed. And Greg I, I do hope uh and pray for you and your wife that uh, you would find reconciliation, that both of you would surrender to each other. And maybe not if if it's to each other at first, but to, to Christ and into love, and um, I pray that you guys would find it in your heart to be sensitive and to be patient and to be bearing with one another, to be enduring with one another, and uh, just remember the joy that you had 10 years ago when you looked into your wife's eyes and asked you to marry her. And um, I just, uh, you know, Greg, I think of Proverbs, um, Proverbs 18:22, who has, who so findeth a wife, uh, findeth a good thing, and obtain favor with the Lord. So, Greg, I just pray uh, for you that uh, you would continue to have favor with the Lord, uh, with the Father, and um, that you and your wife would uh, be loving and kind to one another. All right, Greg, I wish you the best of luck. I'll be praying for you, my friend. Bye-bye. Hi, beautiful family. This is Prisoner of Hope. Uh, Joanne from Texas, praying for your friend Aaron from China. Uh, just, you said that Whatever he puts his hand on, that God would bless him and his family and his career. So we are praying for him. Also, Air Dreamer in Indianapolis, uh, you're blind. You were, you, you've told us that before, but uh, you just found your first full-time job in a warehouse, and you're just so grateful. I just want to pray a prayer of blessing over you. I don't think you asked for a prayer, but I'm going to do it all the same. And then um, Susan in Indiana, sorry, want, you want us to continue to pray for Lisa's family. Lord, we're asking for your hand to be upon each of these lives, that you would bless them and keep them and make your face shine upon them and be gracious to them and give them your peace. And we just ask all this in Jesus' name. Also, in the vine in Indiana, you said you'd lost your battle with sin yesterday. Uh, 
we do that all the time. Don't be discouraged in the vine. Uh, we're going to pray for you. Also, Lori from Central Ohio, your friend Lonnie's husband, uh, he underwent surgery for a new heart and kidney, so bring for that to be successful and that his body won't uh, reject it again. Drew from the Bay Area, your dog Elsie, you think it's the end of life for poor little Elsie and just that she won't be in pain. And then you said you took a bad hit on your head, so we're praying for you. Early Risa, your sister and husband have COVID and this has made them more isolated and fearful and you just want somebody to come alongside them, some friends. And she said, they're very desperate for this. Dear Lord, we step into your presence today. We ask for healing and strength. We know that you have the power to make all things new. We humbly ask that you would work in their lives to bring about good health in body and in spirit. Please help them find hope, even during this difficult time, Lord. And may they also enter their lives to you, knowing that you will never fail. We ask in Jesus' powerful name. Amen. <laughs> 